Welcome to the Light on Being podcast. I am the host, Claire Zavko. The Light on Being podcast is dedicated to growth and transformation through conscious talks and conversation. It is time to remember our value, step into our wholeness, and live life fully. Join me monthly on every full moon for practical techniques, radical insight, and conversations with entrepreneurs, teachers, healers, and spiritual leaders. I'm excited. Let's get started. Welcome. Today I am here in the Himalayas, just outside of Rishikesh, India. This region is known as the birthplace of yoga. Before we begin today, let's start with our mindful minute. So wherever you are, just put anything down that's in your hands and settle into a comfortable seat or simply just pausing wherever you are. As long as you're not driving, you can close your eyes. And you start to connect to your body in this moment. Feel your feet or your seat touching the floor or whatever you're connected to in this moment. And really feel those connection points. What does it feel like in your body? Notice your legs beneath you, your hips, your whole lower body, and how it feels today. Allow the spine to be long. Let the shoulders drop back. Allow the heart to lift. Notice your own clothing and how it feels on your skin today. Soften the shoulders, soften the face. Take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. Two more conscious breaths on your own. feel your presence in this moment and any sensation or feeling that's arising that you're experiencing whatever did or didn't happen so far today allow it to get a little bit quieter then allow your awareness to expand notice any sounds within you any sounds around you Notice the temperature of where you are, how it feels on your skin, on your clothing. And swipe your tongue across the front of your teeth. Notice any taste in your mouth. Even with the eyes closed, notice what you are able to see. Notice any color, static black become aware of the presence of any other beings in the room or wherever you are any pets any animals any people and then notice any light and whenever you're ready open your eyes come back into your space
And so here we are. I'm currently at Satwa Yoga Academy, just outside of Rishikesh in India, under the bright light of the full moon. And as we know, full moons are always powerful times, powerful times for us to reflect and reflect on the past month and what do we seek to shift, what do we seek to create in the next moon cycle, in the next month that we have. And I'm here at Satwa Yoga Academy as it is the time of the year of the annual Satwa Summit. The Satwa Summit is a international boutique yoga festival. So there are around 200 yogis and beings that have came from all over the planet for a week to give themselves time and space to connect, to learn, to study, to share, and go deeper into themselves. And this particular theme this year is cosmic consciousness and cosmic consciousness meaning the pure infinite field that the aspect that always exists that is eternally here and we get the opportunity to be present and connect with this pure infinite field and in this pure infinite field is where Everything exists, that all possibility, all potentiality exists. So here we are among community, among Sangha, having practices and workshops and experiences to move towards this cosmic consciousness state. And a real highlight was actually today that I had the opportunity to guide the first ever Lights on Being workshop as one of the, the aspects of the programming at this summit, at this conference. And we discussed as a group with the beings that showed up, we got into the discussion and the distinction between doing and being and how it can easily be a trap to get caught up in all the doing and to hide behind our own doing restricting us from our true nature of being and we just really get caught up in in relationships in jobs in experiences in the past in whatever it may be in all the doing this and you know I can personally relate to this that I remember back when I was an athlete and really identified with the fact I was an athlete and particularly a basketball player. And I remember at that time that everything revolved around that. Everything revolved around the fact that I had this huge identity, identity about being a basketball player. And I was seeking 
through that playing sports, you know, I didn't know this at the time, but in hindsight, you know, one of the aspects of why I was choosing these sports is there was the thing about sports is sports have tryouts and with tryouts, you get selected, you get chosen and the athletes that are the best performing the best get chosen. So I was subconsciously putting myself in all these environments to try to get selected and to try to work as hard as I could, practice as hard as I could, and do all kinds of things and spend hours upon hours in the gym so I could get selected and in that selection process be validated that I was good enough. And at that time, I didn't have tools or wise counsel or guidance, you know, or their awareness to, to see that aspect of it. And, and um, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm completely thankful for sports and I love sports. And through sports, I learned many values that are used, still useful and relevant to this day. And through sports, I had many incredible memories that live in, in my heart. Um, but one aspect of sport that I didn't see at that time was that I was really seeking validation and that I was seeking it externally because I wasn't giving it to myself internally, that I wasn't really choosing myself and I wasn't really choosing my being to lead what I was doing. So I was hiding and I was hiding behind doing. So meaning Instead of being confident in who I was or being confident in the beingness of who I was, I would spend more hours in the gym and I would shoot more. I would lift more weights. I would run more. I would just do all these things, these activities, and these activities were coming from that I didn't feel at the core of who I was good enough and I didn't feel complete that I really felt a lack that I felt there was something not complete within so I need to do all these things to to try to make myself complete and then try to get have someone else externally choose me and externally validate me so that I can feel better so that I can feel whole so that led to a lot of challenges that led to a lot of struggle that led to a lot of stress, that led to a lot of letdown and sadness when I wasn't chosen for a team. And that definitely happened, definitely happened many times to not be chosen for you know, a select team or a traveling team or the varsity team, whatever it may be. So you know, I share that experience just as an example of how we can hide behind an activity that we're doing. You know, and it's really easy to just let me hide behind this. And instead of me honoring all aspects of myself or full aspects of myself, I'm just going to hide behind producing more, consuming more, exerting more effort. And, and I'm seeking wholeness, yet that endless effort being exerted is never bringing it to me. And from my experience, it never brought it to me. So no matter how hard I tried, no matter how many hours I put in the gym, it, it never gave me the result I seeked. 
you know, so there was always this feeling, this inner feeling of being not enough and not who I truly was fully and not complete, you know, and, and I, I remember that, you know, looking back through sport and it even bled into the, you know, the profession I ended up choosing later as well. You know, when I chose to, to follow the path and study and become the profession of a lawyer, you know, I had a similar experience that, you know, in that profession, one of the aspects is, is that there's a lot of ranking that when you choose the school you go to, you look at how the school's ranked when they choose to admit you or not, they look at, you know, a combination of your GPA and your entrance exam scores, and they rank you on whether they even want to invite you to the school or not. And then once you actually step foot on the school campus, and you go through your first exam period, you also get ranked. You're immediately told where you fall in line among your classmates. And, you know, here it was again that subconsciously I chose a profession that has within it a lot of judgment and a lot of comparison. And, you know, there's reasons for it and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, But through this process, the way that I experienced that and the way that made me feel when I, you know, here I'm ranked 284 out of 400 students and I'm told you're in the bottom half of the class and almost it felt like there's something wrong with that. That's what it felt at that time. Um, And, you know, and through that process, it made me feel again lack and that I wasn't good enough, you know, and I consciously chose this profession. So it was another opportunity that the only way at that time I knew to deal with that feeling of not being good enough was to work harder, was to now study more in the library, was to just do so much more, was to fill my plate up, was to stay busy. Because if I could just stay busy and I could distract myself and I could work harder and I could study more, then I thought that, okay, I'm going to feel better through that. I'm going to feel complete. I'm going to feel good enough. But again, unfortunately, that wasn't the reality. That there was, it it was just like another rat race. You know, another area where I was hiding behind doing. I was hiding behind this facade of doing more is somehow going to make me feel better. And it really didn't. And it really was just hard. And it really was just so much effort. So much effort. So much effort. You know, and fast forward to, you know, this moment and where I I feel that through having conscious practices and learning and developing a conscious meditation daily practice and having other additional yogic tools and practices, you know, it's really brought light to learning more about who I really am and that I'm not any of the coats I wear. You know, I was never really a basketball player. I played basketball, but that's not the essence of who I am. 
And the same thing, you know, with the profession of law. Yes, I have this degree and I have the ability to practice law, yet that's not who I am. It's a coat. It's a coat that I wear. You know, and beneath that coat is who I really am. And as I keep connecting with that, then there's space for the being to lead. And when our being is leading, the doing starts taking care of itself. Compared to when the doing is leading, there's a lot of struggle, there's a lot of effort a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. Because who we're being is coming from some subconscious story. You know, and in my case, it was this story that I wasn't good enough. You know, I wasn't good enough until someone externally told me I was. So, you know, it's been a journey over the years to find that within me that actually I am good enough regardless of anything I do or not do, that the, the being, the, the enoughness is simply inherent in the fact that I've been gifted a human body and the fact that I've been gifted this life to experience the human experience. And that's the same for every single person, that our value is inherent in the fact that we're here that if we didn't have an inherent value, an inherent enoughness, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be relevant. We wouldn't have a body. But here we are having a body. I'm speaking on this podcast. You're out there somewhere listening to this podcast. And just in that mere fact, there's an enoughness. And as we really ground into our own enoughness or whatever our underlying lack is as we ground into that and realize that we're complete regardless of any doing or not doing then we start to move towards freedom then we start to move towards flow we start to move towards ease You know, and that's how I can speak experientially. That's how I experience life now. You know, that now I am, have the great opportunity to be able to teach law at a university. I also have a great opportunity to run a business, a yoga studio. And these are two coats I put on. I put on a coat sometimes as a university professor. At other times I put another coat on as a small business owner, yoga studio owner. Yet, no matter what coat I put on, it's still the same being underneath. And the being underneath is now clear that I'm here in this life to teach, to learn, to share, to create. So regardless of which coat I put on, the being is whole. And that I now see these two aspects of myself, the passion and interest in the law and the passion and interest in yogic practices. I no longer see these as separate. That I really truly see them 
I really truly see these aspects as complementary and there's no longer a self-created separation between these different coats and in this clear scene of seeing myself for the first time as a whole being and that the things I do aren't separators the things I do are simply expressions of the one whole unified being I experience an ease and that even though if you look on paper you know how often I'm teaching whether at the school or at the studio it might appear that I'm working all the time Yet my experience is actually I feel like I'm never working because I truly enjoy these opportunities that I have to share in different environments and and, and somehow magically the details of how these different coats I'm wearing and these different things I'm doing seem to always now work out and I don't even have time to think about half of these details, yet I simply just keep focusing on my practice, on my own consistency, on my own showing up daily on the cushion for meditation, you know, whether I feel great that day or not, whether I want to or not, that it's, it is the primary tool that is establishing my being. So I know that it's important and that if I don't show up for that tool then my being becomes unstable and I can easily then start falling into the trap of wanting to judge myself or compare on the things I'm doing so I share all of this today to bring up some inquiry and bring up some important questions for all of us to reflect on, you know, as we consider our own journey of doing and being and what is leading the way in our life. So in this moment, if you have a piece of paper nearby or something to write on, I invite you to get that and bring that forward or otherwise maybe pause this recording as we move through three questions here to take some time to reflect but again on full moons it's always a powerful time to use this high energy time to get clear to get clear on where one's at and where one seeks to go so the first question is where am I hiding? Where am I hiding in my doing? Do I hide in relationships, in my job, behind my family, behind my children, behind the life that others want me to live? Whatever it may be, where am I hiding behind things that I am doing? So take a moment to reflect on that, pause the recording, 
and write down whatever arises for you without any judgment. Simply allow space for something naturally to arise within you. Second question, why? Why am I hiding? Why am I hiding behind the things I am doing? You know, for me, like I shared, it was a story, a self-created story in my subconscious that I'm not good enough. And at the time, I had no clue. I had no clue that was the story that was running the show. You know, and it took many years of inquiry and practice to realize that baseline story. I invite you right now to open up and ask yourself, why is it I'm hiding? What am I afraid of? You know, what am I holding back? What is, why am I remaining in comfort? You're like really ask yourself those questions and give yourself the space right now. Pause the recording if need be to listen. And then the third question is if right now, today, in this moment, I really let go of hiding that aspect, that area where I've been hiding, if I really was committed and choose right in this moment to let go of hiding no longer, what space would open up? What would I now have space to create? So if I truly let go of hiding, what space would now open up? What space would I now have to create? Pause the recording if need be. And what comes up for you? Jot it down. What can you create in that new space? As you reflect on those questions, just remember that often the question is way more important than the answer. That our answers are often evolving. They change in time. They're going to change where we're at that day. They're going to change where we're at in the phase in our life. They're going to change related to numerous factors. But the question, can we keep asking the questions? Can we be courageous to look? Can we shine light on our own dark areas? Can we shine light where we're hiding? And can we really dig deep and ask why? What am I afraid of? What do I think is how it is? And can I, can I expose that? Can I unmask that so I can really see truth? And can I realize can I realize that I am more than what I'm giving myself credit for? I'm giving, I'm more than any of the stories I've created. I'm more than any of the identities I've associated with. I'm more than any of the things I do by choice, any of the things I do by profession. I'm more than any of the things I've done in my past. You know, may we really remember that our being is our power. Our being is our wholeness. When we truly honor our being, we connect with our wholeness. 
And when it's our being that is leading the way, and when our being is our foundation, then the doing will take care of itself effortlessly. That we really can drop the struggle. We no longer need to figure it out because our being is clear. I have value. I am enough. I am lovable. I am safe. I am secure. I am supported. And as we anchor in these core principles, core foundations, we really can start stepping into our wholeness and and show up fully to moments, to the professions we choose, to the relationships we choose to have. May we remember May we remember right now, today, to honor our being, to honor our journey to this moment, and continue to ask these questions, continue to be curious in the truth of who we are. Because as I've been reminded these past few days here in India, that the truth of who I am, the truth of who you are, the truth of we are, who we are is cosmic. The truth of who we are is beyond this body. That this body is finite. Yet we are infinite. Experiencing a finite expression through this body. Yet the truth of who we are is beyond the five senses. It is cosmic. It is a part of the pure infinite field may you remember your infinite nature and the infinite possibility that is right now at your fingertips to move towards to co-create and to shape the, the life that you truly desire and if you're listening this is time This is time to step out of your comfort zone. This is time to step out of how it's been. This is time to step out of who you thought you were. This is a call to expand more into who you truly are by unmasking the hiding in doing. Unmask it, reveal it, look at it, honor your being, give yourself time and space to be, and in that beingness you will receive, you will receive clarity, you'll receive your own inner wisdom, you'll receive your own guidance in that space as you allow yourself to be today. Simply be today. Thank you for listening to the Light on Being podcast. Like all things in time, this is an evolving living thing as we discover our wholeness and light together. I'm excited that you're along for the journey and I would love to connect with you. You can reach out to me on Instagram at lightonbeing. 
send me a message with any comments or questions, and they may be addressed on an upcoming episode. If you enjoyed today's podcast, the highest compliment that one can give is to share the episode with a friend or leave a review. Make sure to look up at the full moon and see her bright, radiant light. She is fully being.